Cleveland Schmooze is sponsored by the Cleveland Jewish News. Get the latest news and information from the Cleveland Jewish News delivered right to your inbox. Choose from breaking news, daily headlines, community life cycle notices, arts, events, highlights, and more with our free e-newsletters. Sign up now at cjn.org slash e-signup. Welcome to Cleveland Schmooze, a bi-weekly podcast about the people who make up Jewish Cleveland. We're your hosts. I'm Rachel Rood. And Robin Rood. You may remember that last episode we spoke to Sid Waxer about his role with the Jewish war veterans Paul A. Rosenblum, post-44. Well, this week, we'll talk to three women who are part of that post's ladies' auxiliary. Bernice Rothman, Shirley Silver, and Betty Fishman tell us about how women supported veterans and their families and how they hope the organization stays around for a long time. We sat down with these ladies at B'nai Asherin Congregation in Pepper Pike. And just to note that this is our final episode before the holidays, we'll be back with more episodes after the new year. Today we've gathered a group of women who are part of the Paul A. Rosenblum Ladies Auxiliary, which was a part of Post 44 of the Jewish War Veterans of the United States. Great. Okay, we got the title right. So with me today is Bernie Throthman, Shirley Silver, and Betty Fishman. Thank you guys all for joining us. You can say. (laughs) You can say that you're here. Thank you for having us. All right. um, Recognizing us, yes. (laughs) Sure. So we want to talk about what this organization is and... I'm going to talk first. Okay, sure. Because I got dressed up and I thought I was going to be before a big audience. Okay. <laughs> nice clothes. You look, it will be a big audience. You look great. <laughs> I just want to say, Sydney did a good job to explain what the Post does. Mm-hmm. Naturally, our projects were different mm-hmm. and we had chairmen to run our projects. We had a lot of people there. We would do one project was like eight Israel. So we would have a chairman. And she, she had to plan something to help aid Israel. There was child welfare. There was a community relations. Mm-hmm. Well, we gave money to per- people, preferably veterans' families who needed money. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would go down uh, to, uh, when uh, the new citizens, new citizens, when oh, the yeah, yeah, new yeah, citizens would be sworn in, yeah. and we would go down and be That's there. Another and, project. And I think we served food for them, and we, <laughs> we, we gave them food. money. They bought the food. So uh, basically, the ladies' auxiliary was a branch that kind of supported the men and sure. their families overseas. Yes. Yes. Um, we were always looking for poor people. Yeah. During I have time. to tell you, I look. I, I, we this was say we want, we want to give money. We want to give you know, the Jewish holidays. It doesn't anybody know any poor people. They want us to give them the money, and they'll give Jewish us. family service. Jewish oh, family service. Yeah. Oh, oh, give us the name of poor people. We don't. We, we, we would give them. A, a, we would go to the grocery store and spend. Give us say I don't know a gift certificate to buy groceries mm-hmm. for, for a Jewish holiday. You know. Mm-hmm. So we, we, still we could we laughed. I, I could I can't find any poor people that nobody nobody wants to, to come wants. up. Okay. Betty wants to talk. Go ahead. Uh, we had all these uh, Americanism, we had certain categories. Americanism we would give flags 
a Boy Scout troop needed yeah. or a school needed. We had something called Eight Israel, which you heard about. Mm -hmm. We helped Israel. We had a senior citizen, senior citizens group, and we went to Jewish Family Service and worked with the seniors there. They made uh, scrapbooks out with greeting cards. We saved, <clears> we <throat> saved all of that. As you heard before, we gave people money, uh, gift cards, and we had definite projects that that we did. We had a chairman for each one. They had committees. We raised money, and it was to basically to help everyone. It wasn't to help ourselves. It, it was to, to help all these, these other people. Can you tell me what, was this the same in, during the war years, like the World War II, Korea War years, or has it changed now that we are not, I mean, we're still in conflict, but not in the past? Do you mean food packages? To, what do you mean? Does the help of the women differ from, yes. let's say, World War II era versus present day? Well, when we had troops in Iraq actively fighting and we had a Jewish soldier that we knew of uh, that was there, we sent him packages, especially at holiday time. Okay. Yeah, we did that. Do you think most of the work was done, though, during the World War II Korea years as opposed to now? I think there were more people more active during Korea, certainly. Um, the post started shortly before World War II ended. So I don't know how much we did. Oh, okay. So I would like to give some context um, and just learn a little bit about how you guys all came to be part of the Ladies Auxiliary. So, Betty, what do you mean? How we joined? Yes. Yes. Uh, I knew a lot about Jewish war veterans. I had an aunt who was probably one of the originators of this. And I grew up my whole teenage years and, and later learning about Jewish war veterans and going to some of the things with my aunt because of that. But I personally joined in 1974. This is, my husband was, was a veteran, and I personally joined in, in 1974, I think probably just to pacify my aunt because I had heard this Jewish war veterans and I went to some things with them. And I, I did join, started to go to meetings. My husband went to meetings, I went to the women's and I got involved with, with the women's group, I think right, from right away. And we met, we used to meet on a Sunday morning at someone's home and uh, not the whole group, that was just like the, the leadership and the officers. And uh, I, do, I continued with, with Jewish war veterans and, and got involved. I was uh, president of the auxiliary. I was uh, treasurer of the auxiliary for many, many years. After that, I was the president of the county council, but I didn't go on to, to the state. But I. I went to almost everything they had. I went to conventions out of town, mm. and I really supported them uh, as, and why was as it much so as I could. important to you to be part of this organization? Because of the good things that they do, and I like to be involved, and I like to be part of, of things that, that I approve of. And they, they do so many good things, and this is why I continue to, to be with them. Great, and uh, how about you, Shirley? Well, as I told you before, how I even knew about Jewish war veterans as a young girl growing up, I didn't know. I wasn't like Betty's. I didn't even, 
I didn't know anything about it, but I, I met a man, a man, a boy, whatever, whatever you want to call him, and we were we were going together, and he he want, he was very active in, in Jewish war veterans, and he wanted me to join, and he took me to there was a I can remember it was years ago uh, a department convention in Youngstown, and he introduced me to the girls that he knew who belonged like Betty Asham and Edith Silverman, and he said, I'd like her to join the Jewish, you know, the, the auxiliary. So I joined, and I've been there ever since. I try to go to almost every meeting. I've done everything I could possibly as a chairman and as an officer, and, and I just hope it keeps going on, that it doesn't fold. That's what I hope for it. Did I hear you're the oldest member? Yeah. How many years have you been a member? I joined in oh yeah, yeah, so long ago. Forty nine. Nineteen forty nine. Wow. In forty nine nice. I joined. So what's that? Second? Not only that I have to tell you about Jewish War Ventures. In those days my sister belonged. All of my girlfriends belonged. Everybody. We all belonged to Jewish. Everybody I knew belonged. We had a ton of people, and everybody, like I said, and we also had fundraisers. We had our own New Year's Eve party. They sold tickets to people and and raised money, you know, for New Year's Eve. Let's hear um, how Bernice got involved. My father was four F. Uh, so he never served. We don't know what that um, means. <laughs> and I didn't know anything about Jewish war veterans. My first husband, um, there was no draft at that time when he graduated college. And uh, so I really had no, no inkling about Jewish war veterans. Uh, when I met my second husband, Don Rothman, uh, he was very active. He had, had been a past commander of the Euclid Post. And then he joined uh, Paul A. Rosenblum Post. And he became commander in 04 and 05. And I got active. And I became president in 2009 to 2011. I served opposite uh, Sid Waxer here. And I just became more and more active. And um, this is our donor book. Oh, Every word of it is typed by me. Oh. <laughs> that was so my baby. This is your yeah. project. <laughs> That's my that project. project. When you subscribe to the Cleveland Jewish News, you receive 52 issues of the award-winning CJN and 15 total magazines, including J-Style, Canvas, and Balanced Family. Try the Cleveland Jewish News for free. Start your six-week free trial at cjn.org slash six free. This year we celebrated our 75th consecutive donor, which means we've been raising money for uh, veterans projects for 75 years. Wow, yeah. that's impressive. And I wanted to um, ask... Oh, uh, Betty wanted to... This is important. Well, I wanted to ask um, if you, in, in your answer, could also talk about why it's called the Paul Bloom... Uh, oh, yeah. Who is Paul A. Bloom's Rosenblum? Sure, yeah. Paul A. Rosenblum was a soldier who was killed uh, in yeah. service. He was one of the first ones killed. And Jewish. Jewish soldier. 
He just He was 25 years old when when he was killed. Yeah. Do you know in what his and in his memory, this chap this when this post was formed, it was named Polly Rosenblum. Oh. The 44. I don't know where the 44 came from, but. Um, that was in his memory, gotcha. and, and it was actually prison. Uh, the one thing I wanted to say: you do not, women do not have to be rela married to a, a veteran. Any, your father was, a, you have a son, or any relative that you have. It's pretty broad, mm -hmm. and membership is open. We're always looking for members, and uh, you know, women are invited to join the auxiliary, but you do not. How much are the dues in case anybody who's listening wants to join? $36, Thirty-six a year, but you can become a, a life member and pay X amount of dollars, and then you don't pay dues after that. Are you on the internet? Is there a web page for oh, Jewish workers? I'm sure there is. Nationally, yeah. not, not locally. Not locally. Okay. So, are there many younger members who might be related to Jewish veterans in some way? Well, I'm sure there are, but the grandchildren. Maybe? We don't know where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Are you trying to recruit younger members? They're always trying to bring your, your friends, bring your relatives. You had mentioned, Shirley, that you hope the organization continues for many years. Is there a concern that it might not? Well, when I go to a meeting and I see five, six people, that worries me. And it's hard to run a meeting with only five, six people. And we try, and the last meeting we, we've, the president said she's set, sent out some cards, you know, we haven't seen you around, you, you know, why don't you come to meetings, stuff like that. You know, we we really try. Have you contacted the day schools? I mean, there's your next generation. Their grandparents, great-grandparents were probably veterans. Younger people are not joiners, yeah. you know that, yeah. and uh, and it's difficult to get people to join. One thing about our Post 44, which will keep us in business, quote yeah. unquote, for the next several generations, is that we own a part of a cemetery, and we yeah. sell plots constantly. Yeah. And um, that is a good fundraiser for us. Our, the rates for the plots are much less than you can find in synagogues yeah. and so forth. But uh, because uh, people have a plot, so the next generation, you know, will will want to buy, you know, in the same section to be near grandpa. So that's so you um, have a specific thing. section. Yes. Oh yeah. We have uh, we we not only have a specific more section, but we have uh, purchased more and more land at Mount Olive Cemetery. Okay. Um, Good to know. To uh, because we need it. Yeah, that's true. And unfortunately, uh, the World War II veterans certainly there are very few around. They're dying off. Uh, you know they're. Uh, in, well in their 90s, and, and now you have uh, Korea, Vietnam, they're not youngsters either. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Could you tell us we missed, I'm, I always enjoy hearing your personal background, where you came from, where you grew up. Could we spend a minute and just talk one at a time, who, where you came from, how you got here, what neighborhood, what school, that sort of thing? I'm a native Clevelander, graduate of Glenville High School, um, and uh, lived in Cleveland just about all my life. And you were a member of B'nai Assurin? Yes, I've been a member of B'nai Assurin for 63 years. Um, mm -hmm. We were married here. We um, joined to be married, and I worked here. I was the rabbi's secretary. Right. So I'm still here, and I'm still active. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bernice, I compliment Bernice and, and Biddy too for all that. For besides Jewish work, there are other activities that I uh, don't belong to a synagogue. Where did you grow up? Are you from Cleveland? I, my address was 723 Parker Drive, and I lived there till I got married. <laughs> Where's Those that? days, you, you, you didn't leave, leave your mama till, till you got married. You know? <laughs> And that's where I lived. Is that Glenville? And, and I graduated from John Hay, John Hay High School. Well, it's the Glenville area, though. The, it, yeah, I lived right near Glenville High School. I lived. That's where my my I lived with my grandmother in her house, and that's where a Parkland Drive. That's where Glenville was on Parkland Drive. Did you guys know each other growing up? No. No. How about you? I'm from Cleveland. Uh, I was born in the. Um, Cleveland area, Lakeview, and when I was just a couple of years old, my we moved to Cleveland Heights on Glenmont because my grandparents owned a two-family house and they didn't have anyone to live in the other suite, so we lived there. And I, I went to uh, schools, Cleveland Heights schools, when I was a senior in high school, and I was midterm, which meant I was going to graduate in January. I had one semester to finish, and my parents bought a house in South Euclid. They what? bought a house in South Euclid in 1949, and I was going to 48. And I r really refused to change schools. I had gone to only three schools my entire school life, and I just didn't want to change and go to Brush. So my parents paid tuition, $90, I remember, for the whole <laughs> semester, and I graduated from, from Heights High. And we were raised Orthodox. My grandfather was a Shechet, which we took the streetcar to the west side. He killed uh, can, you know, the cattle, whatever they did. Oh. And uh, we were raised Orthodox. We had all the, I didn't have the education, but I had all the traditions. We had a sukkah and we had the Havdalah, we had everything. And my mother wanted us to join a conservative synagogue and my father would not hear, from, hear about that at all. So as a result, and there was nothing for girls. They didn't have Hebrew school for girls. They didn't have anything. So I did not, I used to go to, to uh, Brickner's Temple with my friends. And I went to Heights Temple too with them, you know, for holidays and things. And we, we did join uh, an Orthodox temple when my son was about, I don't know, seven or eight years old. We made a, a change back to Heights Temple because this is where I wanted to be in the first place. And I've been here, I don't know, it's probably almost 60 years, late, late 50. Did 
you go for these? No. <laughs> well, I did after a while, but not when I first came. But we knew so many people. My husband was very, very involved with the men's club. At the time of his death, he was months away from being the regional president of the, of the Federation of Men's Clubs. Oh, so nice. I have a lot of history here, and I've been here ever since, and this is really my second home. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to thank you guys for your time today and for telling us a little bit about the Ladies Auxiliary. And um, What should I look for now? So, uh, my name in lights or something. You know. No, I'll get it. Oh, there I am. That's there you me. Go. Huh? Well, Tell uh, me what you do. Well, you'll be on the Jewish News podcast. I mean, on the website. It'll be up on the Cleveland Jewish News. It'll be a, an article on the Jewish News. I'll, I'll bring my cell phone and play it for yes, you. Yes, right. Oh, all right. <laughs> I, I'm relying on you for, for, for further. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. Thanks, yeah. everybody. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Cleveland Schmooze, a podcast produced by Rachel and Robin Rood. Tune in every other Friday to get the latest episode in your podcast feed. You can also find an archive of our episodes at our website, clevelandschmooze.com. And feel free to share any comments or suggestions to our email, clevelandschmooze at gmail.com. That's schmooze spelled C-A-S-C-H. <laughs> That's schmooze spelled schmooze. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>